Good day all, this is Caroline with your Tea and Tech podcast, a Women Asking Women network. Thank you for joining. We are here to chat and discuss how technology should work for you, not the other way around. Welcome to your weekly tech talk in the time it takes to have a cup of tea. Let's talk about what's brewing in the network today. Good day, and welcome to chat number seven. What's in a name? Information technology, or as commonly known in most companies, the IT department. Sometimes it's important to look back to understand the trajectory of where we have come from and perhaps map where we are going. We've spent the last six weeks on this podcast discussing different types of connectivity, and there will be more on that in the coming weeks. But there is a roadmap of sorts in these podcasts, and that type of history can be said of the IT departments in general. Universities and colleges broadly define IT this way. The application of technology to solve business organizational problems on a broad scale. They design courses around three sub-branches of IT, which are generally outlined as follows. Number one is IT governance. This refers to the combination of policies and processes that ensure IT systems are effectively run in alignment with the organization's needs. Number two is IT operations. This is a catch-all category for the daily work of an IT department. This includes providing tech support, network maintenance, security testing, and device management. Number three is hardware and infrastructure. This area refers to all the physical components of the IT infrastructure. This includes setup and maintenance of equipment, such as routers, servers, phone systems, and individual devices like laptops. It's a department that manages assets behind the scenes of businesses. It's like a famous restaurant's kitchen. You need all the line workers and specialists like a pastry chef and most certainly the head chef to make sure that what comes out of the kitchen to your table is absolutely perfect. The origins of these departments can be traced back to 1843. No, I didn't misspeak there. As we continue our salute to Women's Month this week, our blog and podcast highlight the work of Augusta Ada Byron, the Countess of Lovelace. Ada Byron Lovelace born to the famous romance poet Lord Byron and his wife Lady Byron, is one of the first people to recognize what the full potential of computer machines could do. She is the first woman to write a computer program in 1843. After her father's death, when she was only eight, her mother promoted her towards maths and sciences, as she feared that if she focused on English, Ada would become mentally ill and pass away in her early life like her father. By 20, she was married to the man that would be made Earl of Lovelace, making her a countess. Throughout her time devoted to mathematics, Ada had come under the tutelage of Charles Babbage, who invented the analytical engine and was heralded as the father of the computer. At the turn of the Industrial Revolution, machines were used for single-source applications. In other words, steam engines were only used for power, and so on. With the access to some of the greatest mathematical minds at the party she held as a member of high society, Ada discussed and studied complex series of applications. She saw that the analytical engine could be built beyond a single source type and constructed to have a wide variety of uses. An Italian engineer, Luigi Federici Menabrea, 
wrote a paper on Babbage's analytical engine. Scribed in French, this didn't slow Ada down as she was fluent in the French language and proceeded to spend months translating and notating Menabrea's paper. Her notes ended up being three times longer than the actual original work, and she understood the possibilities of the analytical engine even better than Babbage, its inventor. What's more, within her detailed notes and equations, she created a way for the engine to calculate Bernelli's numbers in steps. This was a tremendous feat. No one had ever linked mathematical calculations done by hand to those to be done on a machine. Lovelace wrote, The analytical engine can do whatever we know how to order it to perform. It can follow analysis, but it has no power of anticipating any analytical relations or truths. As we look into all the interactions we have with technology in our lives, that statement is as relevant today as it was over a hundred years ago. What is of note, however, is the ongoing development of artificial intelligence, and in 2021, we're moving far beyond where even Ava Lovelace would have imagined. That's all for today. Join us on our eighth podcast next week as we discuss the digital world in more depth. In the meantime, I hope you have done something special for Women's History Month and maybe brought yourself some tulips to celebrate the first day of spring. This is a Spicy Pear Media production. We would be grateful if you subscribe to our podcast. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Tea and Tech and on our website at www.spicypearmedia.com. I'm looking forward to our next chat. And remember, technology is supposed to work for you, not the other way around. Music